What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Obsession. I'm Carl Bethke. I am Mike Stadler. Mike, finally getting a little rain here in uh, southern Wisconsin. Yeah, the forecast changed again, though. I know. I we didn't get much. We didn't get enough. Went from an inch and a half to what quarter inch? Yeah, maybe? I think so. Not good. Drought. It is a big drought <laughs> here. Uh, well, pretty much the entire Midwest. Yep. At least Wisconsin, northern Illinois, probably Iowa a little bit. But uh, it's going to be a serious issue, I think, come within the next month. Yes. EH, it's not good right now. EHD, whatever. We can't get our crops to grow. We'll we'll discuss that in future podcasts. But uh, we've got a question here, Mike, um, from a guy we both know, Mark. Mark asked, word is out, don't build a dough factory. What is wrong with having every dough on the block on your property during the rut? Hmm. Dough factories. Seems to be a pretty hot topic. Hot topic, Mike. What do you think about dough factories? And should you have dough? Yeah, here's the concept. You think you could keep every dough on your property? Well, first of all, there's no way in hell any property could support every dough on the block on their property. Um, we talk all the time about sustaining a healthy herd. Yep. First, first of all, first part of this. <laughs> so obviously, any property can only sustain so many deer. Right. Every mouth has to be fed. Does, fawns, young bucks, big bucks, whatever it is. Carrying capacity. Yeah. So you don't want it. No. First of all. Um, it's also been proven, big old mature does, usually non-breeders, yeah. will kick bucks away of course, from the properties. So you're defeating your purpose twice. They're dominant. They yeah. want to be dominant. They act you dominant. Know? Too many deer, first of all, number one, um, in Wisconsin, southern Wisconsin where we are and also where Mark lives, um, none of us have Big properties. Small properties. Small layouts. property layouts. You want to check it out? Check Watch it out. them on Wednesdays. Right now. Um, that's a big plug. For us. Correct. <laughs> um, <clears throat> small properties. There's no way you would want every dough on the property. So pure, I don't want social pressure for bucks is a nightmare. They do not want to be around does except during the rut. Now you know, the more does you have, the less space you have for bucks to be on your property. Well, we talk about too, we segregate, try Correct. to segregate our deer with our plots, with our bedding. <clears throat> you never gonna, you can't sustain a large number of deer on a small property. They're always going to be on your neighbors, around your neighbors, whatever. That, I mean, that's, that's the way it is. You have to figure out, and there are ways to figure out, whether or not um, you have a sustainable herd on your property. You know, currently, right now at my place, I say I have an unsustainable herd because they're eating my corn down to nothing. And it's not even growing. And it's not even, yeah, it pops out of the ground and they eat it it's, down there. Yeah. Does and fall. Six, eight inches tall and they're eating it. Yeah. Because it's green. Right. It's easy. Well, yeah. And the does are keeping their fawns right there on the edge. Too close to it. So, which, that's what we want. Yeah. It's just the numbers are too high. Right. So, uh, Mark's question of uh, every dough on the block during the rut. Number one, you'll never have every dough on the block on your property. Um, what you're really looking for is maybe one or two of those doughs to come into estrus. 
during that time span. Yeah. I mean, you're really, you know, when we get into, you know, our late October, early November, yeah. you know, we want the ratios to be right, you know. If you could even get it, if you could have a two to one, you know, two doe to one buck ratio, yeah, is probably as close as you're gonna get to it. It's obviously, I would rather have it one to one. Yeah, that would be awesome because it's it creates competition, and that's when the bucks start to move yeah. and to do what they do. If there's no reason for them to do it, they're not going to be out doing it. Yeah, you would see, uh, and I'll show you some video on pictures here of. My property, I think during the rut, it's pretty good because I do have that many does come in. Or not that many does, I mean that many bucks come onto the property because we set our properties up for fall. Um, and the reason I say that is a lot of my bucks end up getting broken up yeah. in the bigger ones. Mm -hmm. And what you're seeing there is competition between mature deer. When you have four-year-old bucks breaking tines and breaking beams and whatever else, um, you could probably say that your buck to doe ratio is fairly good. It's really good, yeah. Um, if all of a sudden you're seeing, you know, nothing but younger class bucks on your property, you know that you have an issue with uh, buck to doe ratios. If you just see a year and a half old bucks constantly. Because um, nine times out of ten, the mature deer are the ones that are going to breed first. You're going to see a lot of that uh, rubbing and scraping activity hit by mature deer early mm -hmm. compared to the younger bucks. The younger bucks are roamers. They're kind of moving all over the year and a half, two and a half year old deer. Um, they're kind of in and out constantly. Um, you may see some good daylight activity as long as you're not overpressuring your land. But with small properties, sometimes that's hard. People get anxious. They start seeing pictures. And one or their three-year-old or four-year-old deer here in southern Wisconsin comes through the property, all of a sudden they're like, I got to hit it, and they're bombing into their good stands yeah. too early. Yeah. And all of a sudden comes the pre-rut, which is the part we like the best, last week October, first week of November, here in southern Wisconsin, and they've already burned out their property. Overhunted the stands, overeducated the deer, even the does don't want to move during daylight. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a problem. That's another big thing too, is movement. You know, a smaller um, doe population on your property keeps those bucks moving around and looking, you know, because they're not all gonna be hot. That is correct. Or an estrus, whatever you wanna call it at the same time. So they're gonna be moving around your property, which gives you better opportunities. If, if you've owned your property for a few <laughs> years, you can also notice certain when the activity ramps up. I'll tell you this, on my property between October 14th and October 18th, I seem to get a lot of my mature deer movement. My pictures show that. Mm -hmm. um, and then it kind of slows down again. And what I mean by slows down is there's not as much daylight movement for probably five to seven days. And then when Mike and I start our vacation, um, the bigger deer start moving again, which is the last week of October, first week of November. And we've noticed that with our cameras. I think Mike's property is probably the same. Yeah, it gets really fired up here later. Yeah. Like later October into early November seems. Now we have taken a deer or two earlier, right. obviously. Yeah. But 
they really get moving here that, that later part of October too, where the mm -hmm. bigger bucks are cruising around. If you have an early cold front or something come through, that's usually when you get a good opportunity in one of the bigger deer too, because yep. they, they notice that weather change. Yep. But as for the doe numbers, you definitely don't want to try and hold large doe numbers on your property. No. That, that becomes a big, big problem. You never have enough food to sustain them through the winter then. Number one, you're actually hurting the deer herd more than you're helping it. And the problem is those deer on there early are going to take care of your food. Yeah. Then you're going to have nothing late. Right. You know, which you see, we set our plots up for fall. Yeah. That's when we want them in there. You know, I don't care what's here right now. No, that's true. You know, so is there a lot of does here right now? There is. Yeah, quite a few. I hope some of them go away. Yeah. So one way or the other, they have to go away. <laughs> well, as the crops around you mature, you're going to yeah, have a lot of movement too, but... You know, on Mark's property, I think he's got 60-some acres. He sent me a few pictures of it. It looks like he's got really nice layout or whatever. Um, but, you know, I think that trying to hold more does on your property, Mark, than, or all the does in your area on your property is a big mistake. I just don't, it's, it's you're not going to be able to sustain your, your chances of, shooting mature deer through the rut itself. Yeah, because if they eat your food off and they decide to move. And they will. And they will. And bucks aren't coming. Yeah. <laughs> I know for a fact that a couple of your neighbors uh, have shot some pretty good bucks uh, on the pre-rut and rut because uh, we both know who they are. And uh, some of it may be due to either overpressure on your property or lack of food on your property or too many dope being on the property where the bucks are actually bedding on your neighbors or near uh, these people's property. And I think you know who we're talking about. So that being said, you know, if you want to try and shoot big bucks during the rut, you've got to be able to hold big bucks on your property, allow a place for them to bed, place for them to chase the few does that you do maintain on your property and feel safe all the time. That's how I kind of see the doubles and buck ratio. Yeah. Got anything to add about that? Like I said, I like to keep it, if I can, to a two to one at max yeah. ratio. And we talked about trying to inventory your herd, kind of what's on your property. And you, you'll see a lot of that too. They talk about that. You know, Kroll uh, talks about that all the time. Yes. So it's not like we're, this is some thing that we're throwing out of the sky, but trying to inventory what you have, obviously, to know what you can and can't take out of there. Um, which is a big thing we do to try to keep those numbers right because deer are going to move in. So if you already have deer there now, most likely you'll see too, those does don't go away. Like no. You can bomb in and out of your property in the summer. They'll move a little bit, but they're going to stay there if they're already probably. Yeah, and we're firm believers in taking our does early. Yes. The other thing Mike and I don't do, there's a lot of people who take does late, and I understand that concept. <clears throat> but Mike and I are looking at that point, they're probably already pregnant, and we could be taking away from the deer herd depending on what numbers we're seeing. Um, could be so the next superstar. Could be the next could be <laughs> the next wall hanger, you could never be. know. Welcome to the wall of fame. Could be. Yeah, so... Uh, we'll shoot does right away on our properties also, like yes. I said, and we'll take different age class of does. Um, if we have a doe that we know hasn't had a fawn, we'll definitely try to take that one out. They're usually pretty darn smart anyway. Yeah, the back stragglers. Back stragglers. The last ones that come in that yeah. actually act like bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty sharp too, so. I think that's probably what we'll call a podcast there. Yeah, buddy.
We appreciate you guys listening. If you guys get a chance, uh, you want to subscribe to the channel, hit the reaper in the lower right-hand corner. We appreciate that. If you guys got comments or questions, put them right down here at the bottom here on YouTube at Rush Outdoors, Wisconsin. Subscribe and like. If you want to listen to us on the podcast, rss.com. We got Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify Amazon, YouTube. YouTube. Um, if you guys want to check us out on Instagram, it's Rush Outdoors WI on Instagram. We'll be showing you guys all our hunts. We're heading out west early this year. Yeah, buddy, 10 weeks. 10 weeks. In case you're counting. Yeah, in case you're counting. I'm you not. know we are. Just got our tag, so we're at. <laughs> anyway, we appreciate you guys watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Later.